Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Jadava Show. This is your host, Jacob Valier, coming to you on a Monday, back in the old car on the old lunch break, as usual, for this Victory Monday. If you're a uh, Commanders fan, don't worry, I won't talk too much about it. They did beat the Texans, of all teams, but um, great way to win. I will admit I did not watch the early slate of games because I was at a... Um, I was leading kids at Young Life Camp this weekend, and the bus did not get back uh, until 4 o'clock, so I was unable to watch any. I watched the Commanders game on Sunday Ticket, um, so I was able to watch that game. Um, but other games I did not. I, I followed them to the best of my ability, but I did not watch them. Um, I've watched highlights all day, uh, well, as much as I can during the day, so I'm going to try my hardest to sort of make my opinion based off of that, but I did not actually physically watch the game, so I do apologize about that. I do, I do think my voice is sounding a little bit better um, than it had been. Um, you know, it sounded like I had bronchitis or something, but I think my voice is mostly back to normal. At least it doesn't hurt as much to talk uh, like it did last week uh, during the Monday, well, Tuesday and Friday shows. Um, so, yeah, um, Start off with the Commanders. They beat Houston 23-10. to The Commanders are above 500 after week two for the first time since 2018. What a, what a weird stat that is. What a weird feeling that is. First time Ron Rivera has been over 500 this late into the season um, since becoming Washington's head coach. You know, they, they didn't play great. It wasn't completely clean. Um, but there's a lot of things I appreciated about it. Obviously, the Kendall Fuller pick six right at the beginning of the game. Uh, you know, that doesn't happen very often. Beating a team by two touchdowns should have been more uh, if Antonio Gibson doesn't just slide at the five-yard line at the end of the game to run the clock out. Um, and, yeah, I mean, th- th- those sort of things that I just mentioned, those don't happen for Commanders fans that often. you got to take the good with the bad. Yes, it was a... 23 to 10 ball game. It didn't feel that close. It felt like the commanders were in control pretty much the whole game. They got turnovers. They got sacks. This defense is legit. Um, you know, against teams that don't have great offenses, I think this team can be very dangerous, um, especially defensively. Next week, they get Atlanta. Kyle Pitts will likely not play. Actually, he won't play. He tore his MCL, not his ACL, but his MCL. So Kyle Pitts will be out. The Falcons run the ball very well. But outside of Drake London, who really scares you, you know, throwing the football? Um, and defensively, they're just not nearly as good as the commanders are. And, you know, Taylor Heineke last year against this Falcons team threw for three touchdowns and didn't turn the ball over. So, and now the game's at home. I really like the direction of this team. Look, Heineke is what he is. I wish we had a better quarterback. I wish we had a quarterback that scared you because I feel like if we did, this would be one of the scariest teams in the NFC right now. Um, the Giants lost yesterday. We'll get into that. That turns out to be a pretty big deal because, hey, now, you know, you're a game behind the the uh, a game and a half behind the Giants, game and a half behind the Cowboys. Uh, with all these games left, you got two game, you got three games against those teams left. So anything can happen. The Commanders, there's some playoff buzz in the media coming up right now. Love the direction of the team. I want to apologize to Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. I wanted to fire them early on in the season, but they have, I mean, seven straight games, they've held opponents to 21 or fewer points. 
Their third down defense has been excellent the last couple weeks. Um, they're they're just efficient right now, um, and and I I can't really ask for anything more. And so I really do like what the, where the team's going right now. And um, got a big game against the Falcons next week. Try and get to seven and five. You just think back to those freaking games against the Titans and the Vikings. You choke that lead against the Vikings. You choke a goal line touchdown scenario against the Titans away. Yeah, it's just really tough, really hard. And, uh, well, a win's a win. I'm not going to apologize for beating the Texans. So, great win for the Commanders. They're 6-5. and five. Um, So, quickly into my picks. Um, yeah, went 8-4 and four this week. Uh, this is probably my best week. Well, tied for my best week of the season. Went 8-4. and four. We'll start with what I got right. Uh, Falcons. I had the Falcons minus three, um, and I got that right. Uh, you could argue that's a push. Um, probably is a push, so maybe I'm seven, seven, four, and one. So, okay, that's a push for the Falcons. Uh, I thought they'd win. Uh, they got the, I mean, Vegas had the raw, the line dead right, um, so Atlanta does end up winning by exactly three over Chicago. The Bears' defense is awful. Um, and Justin Fields just makes a few, I mean, he makes some great plays every game, it feels like, but he also makes some boneheaded game-losing decisions, and you almost feel like, as a as a Bears fan, yeah, you want to tank for a better draft pick, but don't you want to see some wins? Like, don't you want to see this translate to wins sooner than later? Justin Fields, since 21 starts, is 5-16. and 16. Like, Eventually, you want him to start winning games. That's sort of my thought process on Chicago and Justin Fields and where they are in their rebuild. Barely got the Bills minus seven and a half right against the Browns. They controlled the game. Cleveland actually came back and made a game of it um, with some garbage time touchdowns, but they were able to sort of hold on at the very end there. Um, Buffalo's defense was. Buffalo's back. They ran the ball very well. That's been the question everybody's had on Buffalo this year is can they run the football well? Yesterday proved, yes, they can run the ball. Josh Allen can play. You know, he doesn't have to be Superman. He can play that facilitator role that he did yesterday. I mean, he only threw for 197 yards and a one touchdown. But the defense, I mean, Singletary and James Cook combined for over 170 yards rushing. So that's a big deal, big development for a Bills team that's sort of looking for that second dimension. Um, they pass the ball very well. They run it with Josh Allen very well, and now it looks like they got two guys that can run the ball well with Singletary and James Cook, and Singletary's been running well the last few weeks anyway, so that's a good development for Buffalo. I got the Colts plus six and a half right. Um, I just think with Jeff Saturday, they're going to be a covering machine. They play tough. They play close. Uh, they had a chance to actually all-out win this game yesterday, um, but the Eagles, you know, they bounced back. You know, Philadelphia looked like, dang, are they really broken after losing to the Commanders last week? And they were trailing for a long, long portion of the game, and they were able to come back and and make a game out of it and end up winning it at the very end. The Colts had a lot of missed opportunities in this game, but they're they're playing close. They're not a pushover with Jeff Saturday. I think they're going to be a covering machine. They're going to be a tough out for some teams that have to play them later on in the year. So kudos to Saturday and his coaching staff. I know they lost very close to being 2-0, and but they, you know, they play tough. They play close to the vest, and and I like that. It makes them an easy team to bet. 
Uh, I already talked about I had the Commanders plus three. That ended up being a whomping. Uh, I saw some broadcasters picking the Texans. Why would you ever pick in favor of Davis Mills and the Houston Texans, led by Levy Smith? I mean, what indication have they given you this season that they are worthy of being picked in anything? Um, I had the Lions plus three against the Giants. That was a whomping 31-18. to Lions dominated. They have four rushing touchdowns. Goff played facilitator very well, the same way Josh Allen did against Cleveland. Uh, you know, Jared Goff did it against the Giants. Giants, the rest of the season, have the hardest strength of schedule throughout the rest of this season. They got two games against the Commanders. They have another game against the Cowboys this Thursday night, followed by a couple games against Washington. They got some tough sledding, and uh, I don't exactly believe in their quarterback, never have. So it's going to have to come down. They just also, by the way, they just lost their number two wide receiver, Wendale Robinson. And Saquon Barkley was running in, in quicksand against one of the worst defenses in the NFL in the Lions. So a discouraging loss at home for the Giants against a three-win Detroit team that's now a four-win Detroit team. I had the Panthers plus 13, basically just because it was too many points, and it ended up being a 13-3 to uh, win for the Ravens. Um not much to say about that. The Ravens kind of concern me. They haven't really been putting a lot of teams away this year that they should be. Carolina, I've got nothing really to say about them. Baker Mayfield stinks. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL if you're not named Zach Wilson, and we'll get into Zach Wilson in a second. I had the Raiders plus two and a half. They ended up forcing overtime late and winning it um, in overtime with Devontae Adams, who was wide open on a touchdown. Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett have got to be in contention for worst coach quarterback duo um, of the of the of the league right now, Nathaniel Hackett looks like a buffoon out there. He had to give up play calling duties because he was so bad at it. And Russell Wilson, I mean, if the Broncos scored on offense eighteen points every single week, they'd be nine and one right now. But alas, they have scored sixteen or fewer points in pretty much, I think, eight or nine of their games this year, and they're three and seven. They're a complete mess. They're a dumpster fire, awful offense. And the fact of the matter is, Russell Wilson's a big part of it. I mean, yesterday, with a chance to run the clock out on third and ten, up by three, you throw the ball out of bounds, just take a sack or run the ball. I mean, do something. You cannot afford to have the clock just stop right there, and that's exactly what they did. And so the Broncos are a complete mess. The Raiders are too, but the, somebody had to win this game. Nathaniel Hackett was right. Somebody had to win. And Devontae Adams was the best player on the field for either team. Raiders end up winning. I had the Bengals minus three and a half. My last win. The Bengals minus three and a half against Pittsburgh. The Steelers just aren't ready to win or do anything close to winning quite yet. And Cincinnati, you know, they need to start stringing together some wins. They're not even in the playoffs right now if the season ended today. They need to start stringing together some momentum, and I think the best way to do that is to beat up on a bad team like the Steelers, and they did just that. Four touchdowns a season high, four touchdowns from Joe Burrow, who is, by the way, my new fantasy quarterback. All right, so those are my wins. I guess you could call the Falcons a push. Um, My four losses, I had the Jets plus three and a half at New England. Um, Kind of unlucky there with the return touchdown at the end of the game. Um, but my goodness, Zach Wilson is terrible. 9 of 22, 77 yards. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL, and the Jets are a good team that are legitimately being held back by their quarterback right now. I feel really bad for them. I mean, they've. I mean, would you rather have Taylor Heineke? Yep. Would you rather have Marcus Mariota? Yep. Would you rather have Daniel Jones? 
Of course. The Jets just, they stink. They're awful, and I feel really bad because they are a very talented team. The Jets aren't awful. Zach Wilson's awful, and he's holding this team back so bad right now. And it's really sad to watch. The Patriots aren't that good. They're 6-4. and four. They shouldn't be. But they keep finding ways to win. They play in some dog crap opponents like the Lions and the Jets twice. You know, the Jets offense twice. And Bill Belichick has just had Zach Wilson for lunch. He owns the Jets. And Zach Wilson stinks. That's, a, that's the story of that game. I had the Rams plus three. That's a game between two who cares teams. The Rams have become a who cares team right before our very eyes. It's kind of sad to think about it. Um, not much to really say about this game. Um, I had the Chiefs minus five and a half. They did win, but they only won by three, so the Chargers were able to cover. The Chiefs look great. They're the best team in the NFL as far as I'm concerned, and the Chargers are a coach away from really being that great. All right, You know what I'm saying? I think they need to fire Brandon Staley at the end of the season, bring in Sean Payton, and I think the Chargers are a legit team. But right now with Brandon Staley being a defensive-minded coach, too aggressive for his own, go- own doing, I think this is a bad, I think this is an underachieving team. They just are. They, Justin Herbert is too good for you to miss the playoffs both years with him as your quarterback if you're the head coach. So questions need to be answered. Uh, finally, way wrong on this one. I had the Vikings plus one and a half. I thought it was a weird, weird, weird stat line for the Vikings who were at home. They were eight and one in a home game against a Cowboys team that had just blown a two touchdown lead. Uh, to the Packers, who are not, aren't very good. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I was wrong for the wrong reasons. Um, the Cowboys, oddly enough, the Cowboys feel like they have a blowout game against a team you would not expect them to blow out once a year. Just to give everybody hope that, maybe, okay, the Cowboys are for real. They're back. The Cowboys are real. They do this every year. The Cowboys are the best team in NFL history at luring people in fans or just the media in general at luring them into thinking that, oh, this is the year that they're going to break away and be a Super Bowl team. I'm sorry. I really just do not trust this team at all. Um, Even though they're 7-3, the playoffs come around. Dak Prescott's a different quarterback. Mike McCarthy's a different coach, and the Cowboys are just a different team. That's my opinion. The Vikings are a fraudulent team. It's official. I mean, they to lose at home like that, Eight and one, you're on a six-game winning streak, and you lose forty to three. You had just beaten Buffalo in overtime in Buffalo. That that's about as bad a loss as it gets. They're they're a Kirk Cousins problem team. They've got a handcuff around them, and it's Kirk Cousins. And I feel bad for them. Uh, they're a talented team, and I think their quarterback just cowers under pressure. I know it because I watched it for all those years in Washington. Pressure comes. He's like, you know, it's game over. It's a wrap. So way wrong on that one. 7-4-1 ain't bad. I'm now 64-53-7 on the season. Um, so, hey, not bad. I, I'd like to be better, but it's hard to predict these games. And to be 11 games over 500 with 7 push, that's pretty good. So, Anyway, uh, those are my brief episode today. Sorry about that if you were hoping for more. Cardinals 49ers tonight. Colt McCoy starting for Arizona. You know where I would be leaning if I was a betting man, a real-life betting man, and if I bet Monday Night Football games. Um, So that's tonight. Thanksgiving Day games are this week. I am not going to make official picks, but let me make picks real quick. Um, 
because I won't be on until Friday. Uh, Friday. Uh, week 12, I'm going to take the Bills minus 9 over Detroit. Um, Cowboys minus 9 over the Giants. And the Vikings minus 3 over the Patriots. Taking all favorites on the Thanksgiving Day slate. Bills, Cowboys, and Vikings win. Lions, Giants, Patriots all lose. All right. That has been today's episode of the Jadava Show. I'm your host, Jacob Valliere. We'll see you Friday. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll be back to recap those games and predict the week's 12 Sunday slated games on Friday. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Again, safe travels if you're traveling. And we'll see you Friday.